Hello everyone, it's me, your boy D, and I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. Hope everyone's having a good day today. It's only two days for Christmas. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. So, you know, I'm just I hope you all have an amazing Christmas because I'm not gonna do a podcast episode on Christmas Christmas because I'll be too busy eating. <laughs> but I just wanna jump on here and do some podcast episodes for you all. So this first podcast episode I'm going to do for you all is um, about Aisha Curry and her husband, Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry is a superstar right now in the NBA. He plays for the Golden Gate Warriors. Um, He's done really well. He's broken a lot of records. And, you know, even though I don't watch basketball, I really don't. Um, I will say Steph Curry has always come off like a very humble guy. You don't really see him in a lot of drama. He, he, you know, he kind of comes out very quiet-like. And, you know, he seems like a very nice and likable person. But yesterday, um, you know, the, the blog, social media was lit up because, you know, people were saying Steph and Aisha have an open marriage. Literally, that's all that was trending with Steph and Aisha in an open marriage. And, you know, so I was, I want to be nosy. You know, y'all know me, I'm a nosy person. So I jump online and I say, well, where is everybody getting this from? Because for a minute, I'm, I'll admit, I thought it was like Will Smith and Jada Pink in 2.0, where, you know, someone done got caught um, creeping with someone. And now, you know, they want to come out and say they got this open marriage. But, you know, when I got online, this is what I saw. So... There is an Instagram blog, because on Instagram, it's a lot of these little blogs that report, you know, online celebrity gossip. Um, it's, it's millions of them, trust me. But this one is Demoy, D-E-U-X-M-O-I. That's the name of the blog. And, you know, some of the information from what I've done research on has turned out to be true, and some of it is just speculation. But what they normally do is they'll post little little emails that their sources have sent to them and then they'll just post it to their page so this email where everyone's getting this gossip from says this have it on a very good authority that this well-known nba couple aren't as faithful and in love as the social media and image make them out to be they both have side hookups and flings but keep it very private to keep up the perfect family image they show to the world. I was shocked to learn that they've been together for so long. So that's where everyone got that information from. And I'ma just say this. <clears throat> now, I don't I don't pay that much attention to this um to this couple, but Aisha Curry, um, I do think is a hypocrite I do. Because Aisha Curry, when Steph Curry first came out and was doing big, Aisha Curry got thrown into the spotlight too. You know, because, you know, they, they made a good couple. Plus, they have three cute little kids that have a lot of personality. I think their oldest daughter, Riley, um, is the one that used to, you know, when Steph used to have the um, these press conferences, Riley used to be all up on, all up on the microphones, touching the microphones, talking in the microphones, talking to reporters, whatnot. You know, their kids have a lot of personality. And, you know, so there, there was a lot of interest in, you know, his wife, Aisha. And Aisha was a, is a very opinionated woman. She really is. And I, I, I have no problems with that. I'm an opinionated person myself. However, you know, I, I just find it very interesting how much has changed with her. 
because in 2015 and two, no, 2015, 2016, 2017, when Steph was, you know, really putting in work, Aisha Curry used to, you know, do these little interviews and she was always talking about women, you know, should put up, um, button up, women should, you know, cover themselves up, don't be posting pictures, you know, just showing anything. Some stuff should be left to your mate or your partner or your boyfriend or your husband. And, you know, she kind of got made the face of, you know, the respectable woman. Because, you know, in 2016, going on forward, that's where, you know, this common divide that's kind of come back now of the whore versus the Madonna, the good girl versus the bad girl, you know, that's where all that debate was starting to, you know, build. And it's still building today. It, it still is. And I might do a podcast episode with my female friends on that another day. But, you know, Aisha Curry got made the face of that. And, you know, fast forward to 2020 and 2021, you know, I've seen, if you go on her Instagram right now, she posts pictures of herself in bikini, stream bikini. You know, she's she's posts videos of her dancing, you know, a little provocatively. And hey, you know, do you. I don't think that makes her a hoe, but I'm just saying it's very interesting how much has changed. And in well, those five years, how she's kind of done a little turnaround as he's gotten more famous. But, you know, just because I think she's a hypocrite doesn't mean I'm going to just say she, she and her husband are in an open marriage because there's no proof of that. And, you know, as someone who has started this... Um, this this podcast and who is very much in depth with you know celebrity news and entertainment gossip and whatnot i'm actually shocked at how many of these blogs these youtube channels who've been doing this way longer than i have just saw this and just boom just ran with it they ain't even put allegedly in the title. So hopefully Steph and Aisha don't decide to sue some of these blogs for this. But, you know, they didn't even put allegedly. They just said Steph and Aisha Curry have an open marriage. Confirmed. Steph and Aisha Curry want to, you know, swing. Steph and Aisha Curry want to go to sex parties. Steph Curry doesn't mind his wife taking back shots from another nigga. You know, all, I, all of those are titles I've seen on blog posts, on YouTube posts, on YouTube videos, etc. And, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just so at a loss of words of how, you know, people got that from what I just read to you all. Because in that, in that little post I just read, you know, I don't see where the clue was that it was, you know, Steph and Aisha. Okay, they didn't even say what team the, the, the guy played for. And I'm gonna be honest with you, this is just my personal opinion. When I read that, I thought they were talking about LeBron James and his wife. LeBron James has, you know, a long history of cheating on his wife. I think her name is Savannah. And, you know, he's been with her since he was in high school. And, you know, he cheats on her a lot. He cheats on her with a lot of these white cheerleaders, these white ESPN reporters, these white groupies, these white bartenders, etc. And, you know, so when, and, you know, the rest of us know and, and, you know, have figured it out, I'm pretty sure his wife knows. So that's who I thought the blog post was about. And what I find very interesting is, you know, because I, I watched some of these some of these videos on YouTube by these men who were talking about this, and I found it very interesting that, you know, a lot of them were quick to call Steph Curry a simp, say he makes light-skinned black men look bad, he a beta, 
um, you know, he could do better than Aisha. You know, he he's, you know, Will Smith's son, the Will Smith 2.0, the millennial Will Smith. Those are all things I heard when it was Steph Curry. And, but, you know, when I went through some of these channels archives, a good example is O'Shea Duke Jackson. When I went through his archives and I saw videos on LeBron James getting caught fucking these white women by, um, and he married to this to his wife, I noticed, you know, men like O'Shea Duke Jackson didn't go in on LeBron James that like they went in on Steph Curry. You know, they didn't say LeBron James makes makes dark-skinned men look bad, that LeBron James makes, you know, tall um, basketball players look bad, that LeBron James was, you know, ruining, you know, the black family image. They didn't say that. As a matter of fact, a lot of these men kind of stood up for LeBron James and said, hey, it comes with the territory. And this, when me and my friend Santina did that episode about colorism, and we were talking about colorism when it comes to men, I believe this is an example of colorism. Because, again, my thing is this. If Steph and Aisha did have that open marriage, why does it matter if he's light-skinned or not? Just just ask yourself that. Why would that matter? It doesn't. Because if LeBron James and his wife come out and say they have an open marriage, I doubt people would say, this makes dark-skinned men look bad. But if Steph and Aisha would actually say that, that's what all these people would say. Another thing I noticed is, I, I you know, when I did this, when I did that Kevin Samuels video about around April, I believe, um, and recently when I did that Britney Renner um, video, I said in both of those videos, I do think there is a segment of the male population that does not like women that hates women, especially women that, you know, I think they fantasize about, but they have, but they can't have. And the reason I'm saying that with this situation is because a lot of people are going back to this clip of Aisha around 2019. And, you know, she went to the Red Table Talk and that's where Jada Pinkett does her little, you, you know, I don't even know what to call it, honey. You know, it's so messy over there. But she does her little sit-downs with her friends, the other celebrities, and they talk about relationships and sex and stuff. You know, I would say it's like Oprah, but it's way messier than Oprah. It's more, it, it, you know, it reminds me of one of them old 90s talk, tabloid talk shows that you can still go on YouTube and, and see, except for it's celebrities and there's no audience. That's what it reminds me of. But she said this on Jada Pinkett's show, and this is, and people have been using this against her. Currently. Passion and um, more understanding. Something that really bothers me, and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity, is the fact that yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves, but me, like the past ten years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, like, I begin to internalize it, and I'm like, is something wrong with you? You're not looking. But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar is turned off, because I've dealt with that for years, too, like, and I was young. Like, you. Yeah, like, oh, my God. I mean, because I don't want it. But it'd be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. You know, people have used that against her right now and you know they're saying she's just like Jada she wants 
other man's attention. She got a good man at home. Why can't she be satisfied? And and to that, I'm going to say this. I'm not a fan of Aisha Curry, but I don't think she said nothing wrong. Okay, I don't think she said anything wrong. Okay, just because they're famous don't make them less human. Okay, you know, you, you know, I know, I know some women who are married, and they said that that their husband works too much, that he don't pay them no attention, and you know, I don't think that was such an out there thing for her to say. And you know, I, I find it very interesting that so many of these, you know, men who be on the internet want to just come at this woman for something like that when she didn't do nothing wrong. I don't think she was disrespecting her husband when she said that. Hell, Beyonce has said the exact same thing. If you listen to Beyonce's song Jealous off of that 2013 album, she said the exact same thing that, hell, she gets jealous of Jay-Z. That sometimes she wants Jay-Z to pay attention to her. I mean, is anyone gonna say that Beyonce was disrespecting Jay-Z? Or that Beyonce was being a thought out here in these streets? I'm just saying, they not. So why is Aisha Curry a thought? Why is Aisha Curry disrespectful for being honest? Like I said, you know, this situation has revealed a lot with colorism and, you know, misogyny. misogyny. Because I do think some of the attacks on Aisha Curry from some of these men and women are very misogynistic. But this episode also revealed a lot, too. For one, it reveals, I think, you know, what this reveals to me is that people do seem to have an obsession with what these celebrities do in their personal lives, especially if it's an open marriage or if it's a polyamory relationship. And for those know who those of you all who don't know what polyamory is, it's basically having multiple relationships with more than one person. That's what polyamory is. And you know, I feel like because that's gotten kind of more, I'm not gonna say mainstream, but it's gotten more talked about. I feel like the, a certain segment of the population, you know even though they say they're disgusted by it or they don't understand it or they think it's awful and wrong, they seem to, you know, look at stuff like that, if you know what I mean. And by, and you know, a perfect example of this is, you know, the day or the day before this episode came out, by Aisha and Steph, um, you know, Lala Anthony, who, you know, used to be a BJ with MTV and VH1. She's a reality TV star. She was married to another basketball player, Carmelo Anthony. And, you know, they're going through a divorce because he cheated on her. And that's a conversation for another day. But, you know, it came out that, you know, Lala was messing with Swiss Beats, who's, you know, an iconic hip-hop producer and rapper. And Swiss Beats is married to Alicia Keys, who was an iconic songwriter and R&B superstar. And people say, you know, Alicia was messing with La La too, because Alicia just put out a new song called La La. And this, the song is about being infatuated with, with a woman named La La. And oh boy, that lit up social media too. I honestly feel like ever since Jada Pinkett and Will Smith, that whole debacle with August Alcina and them finally men that they do have an open marriage. I feel like a certain segment of the population just seems to think that everyone in the entertainment industry lives this lifestyle. And if people feel that they live this lifestyle, 
you, you know, it's that everyone wants to zero in on the relationship, be all in their business. Let, well, let me, let me, and also let me rephrase that. Ever since Jada, Jada and Will and Ti and Tiny, people have been, you know, having a session with open marriage stuff. Cause this open marriage thing is not new. It's really not. And, and you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, even though I don't think I could be in an open relationship, I don't care if another couple is in an open relationship. I really don't. You know, if everyone is consenting adults and everyone is clear on what the rules are, you know, I'm not gonna stress over it. I've seen people say they think open marriages should be banned. You know, that people who, who are in an open relationship should be shunned from society and stuff. And I think that's just too much. I really do. I watched a little documentary on CBS. I don't watch their news, but they do put up, you know, interesting little specials. And they did a special on polyamory, open marriages, non-monogamy, etc. And, you know, it was talking to regular people who lived that lifestyle. And I will say, you know, some of the stuff that people were saying were kind of, uh, I'm not okay. And some of the stuff made perfect sense. You know, this one, this one guy, he had, you know, he, he had a girlfriend. He had two girlfriends. One was from a different country. And, you know, he was married to the one from a different country because, you know, she was about to get deported and they wanted her to stay. And, you know, he fell in love with both of them. And, you know, his his uh, his girlfriend he had before fell in love with the other girl too. And, you know, it just works for them. Okay, me personally speaking, I don't think I could do that, but you know, I wasn't threatened or disgusted watching him explain that. And maybe that's because for me, I've always said different strokes for different folks. I've always said, if you don't like something that ain't for you, then don't do it. But I'm not gonna, you know, stress over it. What other another person does in their own bedroom, so long as it's not criminal. And having said that, I also think some of these people who live this lifestyle might be best to keep that to themselves. Because me personally speaking, I think the media is trying to normalize this and trying to, you know, push it. And, you know, I think, you know, the movement's going to probably grow out of, well, you know, polyamory marriage is next. And see, you know, the country's kind of moving a little in the conservative um, route to the right, I feel. And, you know, I don't think people are not very understanding of open marriages or polyamory. They're not. So I think, you know, if you're living that lifestyle, it's probably best to keep that to yourself. Or, you know, tell people who who are non-judgmental. You know, because, hey, it takes a lot to get on camera and say, this is what you do, knowing your family can see this. And in, in that little special, it was people who couldn't show their faces. You know, a lot of people who live in Southern, um, a lot of people live in the South live this lifestyle. But they couldn't show their faces because, you know, they come from very religious backgrounds. And a lot of these people are Christians, very religious people themselves. And you know what, they were, you know, they made good points when they said the Bible has, you know, open marriages, open relationships in the Bible. David, Solomon, Isaac, all of these people who, you know, are lifted up as, you know, you know, God's vessels who God has guided while they was on this earth. I'll have more than one wife. I'll have concubines on the side. That is a fact. <clears throat> that is a that is a fact. That's why I said, you know, some of the people in that little special made good points. But back on topic, 
I do feel like, you know, there's a there's a belief that all of these people in Hollywood live this lifestyle. And I also feel like another reason, you know, a lot of people on YouTube and on social media made these comments is I, I, I feel like there is this, you know, there's a lot of people believe that if you don't live the way same way they do, there's something wrong with you. Or, you know, I think there's a belief that society is just going into this Babylonian days, days of Babylon where anything just goes and that scares a lot of people. Because again, you know, it was some Christian Christian um, channels who covered this topic and they was just calling Aisha and Steph false, um, false adulterers, you know, um, heathens, heretics, because Aisha and Steph are Christian. You know, they made no secret about that. And I was just shocked watching that because there was no proof that Aisha and Steph lived this life. And, and, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think one of the Ten Commandments is don't bear false witness against your neighbor. And, you know, I don't know, it seemed like the irony was lost on some of them Christian um, channels who, who was sent, um, giving a commentary on this situation. Hold on, y'all. Let me drink some more of my tea. But yeah, there was a lot of irony lost to them Christian channels who were giving their commentary on this topic. Because again, my thing is, whatever these people do in their own private lives, leave it private. Because none of this shit is new. People have been living that lifestyle since biblical times, like I said. But I also have to say this, because I think this is a lesson for everyone, myself included. When you're in a commentary game and you give your opinions on what goes on in pop culture like I'm doing right now, if you're not 100% sure on, you know, a source, put allegedly in it. Don't just run out there and just jump the gun and say, oh, so-and-so is doing this, so-and-so is doing that. Because like I said, I hope Steph and Aisha don't sue. Because, hey, even though, you know, they're celebrities, you know, a lot of people don't understand that lifestyle that could damage their brand. It could. And, you know, I also want to also think that, you know, people have to learn to, you know, stop to stop being so invested in other people's lives. So intense like that. It's, it's, it's OK to be nosy. I'm a nosy person myself. But, you know, reading some of them comments, some of the stuff that people were saying, you know, I was like, oh, my goodness, that's a little extreme. I think it's extreme to be calling, you know, Aisha a whore. And, you know, there's no confirmation that any of this stuff was true. I call Steph Curry a simp just because he's light skinned. And again, none of this information has been confirmed to be true or false. But that's just me. That's just me, you all. So yeah, that's my opinions on this episode. Um, you know, if you wanna if you wanna mention anything about this topic, you know, hit me up. 
And on that note, I'm your boy D, and I hope you enjoyed this packing hot tea. And I'm probably gonna come back with another episode in about 10 minutes after I edit this. So I'll see you all then. Love you. Mm-hmm.